0: You for turn, tuning in uh, giving us the opportunity to stand before you this morning. morning got just a couple quick announcements that i want to remind you again don't forget to hit share and like so this can go out to many other folk and then immediately following this service at 11 o'clock uh, will be the blue ridge uh um, blue ridge baptist church I'm, I'm having struggles with words this morning i'm trying to get five pieces of notes out to make sure i get the right one But uh, there'll be a live service, parking lot service here at 11 o'clock for Blue Ridge and the folks of them. So you tune in on it. It'll be on Facebook Live as well. Share and like it. uh, Help it to get out in many places. Pray for Brother Poncho as he'll be coming to preach. And then uh, we're making uh, progress of heading back to Pleasant View. And again, thank you to Blue Ridge for the opportunity that they've given us. I want to remind you on June the 27th at 5 o'clock in the field down behind the church at 154 Mount View Drive. Uh, Brother Barry Spears will be there preaching. Uh, it will be a youth service and uh, they will have a, like a youth choir practice at 4 o'clock. Uh, the Lord permitting uh, that uh, those, all those youngins be able to get together and sing. If not, we will have some special singing and then Brother Barry be preaching at 5 o'clock. So you come, be mindful of that. We we'll give you a cordial invitation to be a part. So with all that being said this morning, there is many... Uh, that's on our heart this morning. There's several that uh, needs to be mentioned in prayer, but I'll not take up all the time and mention those in prayer this morning. But I do ask you that you'd be mindful and pray one for another. And then I I want you to take your Bibles this morning, turn to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter number 23. And today being the the Sunday before what we call Memorial Day Monday, uh, we're celebrating those that have given their lives that we could have the privilege that we have today and I appreciate every man, every woman, and I say this this morning, whether they saved or lost for giving their life, that I could have the privilege and the freedom to come and worship the Lord on this ground. Amen. We're blessed beyond all means. And I know that a lot of people have feel like that the church has been persecuted, but I promise you we don't live in China this morning. We ought to be thankful for that before we've got our feet planted uh, so this morning I believe that this would be right fitting message. I believe, I, I believe with all my heart. I, it seems like I've struggled of late to be in the right place, but I believe this is where the Lord would have us to be after prayer. Uh, the Bible tells us in 2 Samuel chapter number 23. I want you to just look with us in verse number 1, and then we're going to go read verses 11 and 12. The Bible said, Now these be the last words of David. Uh, David the son of Jesse said the man who has raised up on high the anointed of God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel said the spirit of the Lord spake to me by, his, uh, by me and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel said the Lord uh, the rock of Israel spake to me he that ruleth over men must just ruler in the fear of God. He shall be as the light of the morning when the sun riseth, even the morning without clouds as the tender grass springing up out of the earth by the clear shining after rain. Although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made me an everlasting covenant ordered in all things and sure. For this is my sign, my desire. Although he make it not to grow but the sons of Bel, I shall be of them as thorns thrust away because they cannot be taken with hands. But the man that shall touch them be fenced with iron and the staff of a spear, and they shall utterly burn with fire in the same place. In verse number 8 we find the account of David's mighty men. But I'd like for you to read with me now in verse 11 and 12. The Bible said, and after him was Shama the son of Agi the Hararite and the uh, Philistines were gathered together into a troop where uh, a piece of ground full of lentils and the people fled from the Philistines uh, but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it uh, and slew the Philistines and the Lord. Uh, wrought a great victory. Uh, Lord we come before you this morning thanking you for the privilege uh, again Lord to stand where we stand to live where we live to be who we are. Uh, God I realize that we're just the sinners saved by the marvelous grace of God, and we're thankful and grateful for that. Lord, we have a privilege this morning to extend that same mercy, that same grace that saved us out to a world that would be tuning in. Lord, in, in uttermost parts of this world, Lord, that we'd never reach by any other means. Uh, but Lord, you'd give us Facebook and ever how else this may go. Uh, I pray this morning, Lord, you'd speak to that boy, girl, man, or woman that's nearest unto hell. Uh, that you'd draw them unto under under yourself and they'd repent and get born again. Uh, uh, Lord, for that child of God uh, uh, that's in a place that don't know to run, fight, stand. Uh, I pray that you'd settle in his or her heart what you'd have him to do. Uh, uh, Lord, that they'd go for the glory of God that you could wrought a great victory. I pray now Lord you'd take your servant, you'd use him just for a little while. And for that that you accomplished we'll be careful to give you thanks. Thank you again for Blue Ridge. Thank you for Brother Park. I pray, Lord, you'd bless him and give him many souls for his labor. I I pray now, Lord, again, that you'd do a work in the lives of those that are tuned in. And we'll be careful how to give you thanks. Christ's name we ask. Amen. I I want you to look this morning with me as we begin to study just a moment. It won't take real long to lay a foundation, but I want you to realize that if you study it out, the first three men that is mentioned in verse 8, 9, 10, and 11 and 12, You'll find that these men were separated From all of David's other 33 mighty men How they were the mightiest They were the greatest of the great If you will How David separated them from And I want you to say How this morning, Poncho By the way of introduction how that these men were not men That we would think of How everybody thinks That when they read about somebody Like Shama or Adino Or Eliezer That they were super spiritual people That they had on super Superman vest. They just jerked off their outer garment. They went flying through the sky uh, and did everything. But if you'll go back in your Bible, uh, you're reading 1 Samuel chapter number 22. Uh, you'll find that these men were distressed. Uh, hey Amen. They were in debt uh, and they were discontented. Uh, they didn't have any hope. But I began to think about that. They was in such a shape. Uh, I went begin began to look back. When they came to David this morning, Brother Kirk, if I've got this right, uh, David was in a, a cave himself. Uh, he was ready to crawl up and die a punch. Oh, he was ready to give up. But these old boys joined up with a discon king, somebody that was beat down. But when they got on board with him, Brother Kenny, they decided that they was going to go all the way with him. They was going to fight to the end. They was going to stand for the cause. And I can't help but to think this morning I went back and the Bible doesn't talk a great deal about Shama. Matter of fact, other than First Chronicles, and doesn't list his name there. You'll only find these two verses that really give his life... In the Bible And you say well preacher How in the world are you going to preach a message On oh, a man that ain't got but two verses about him Listen this morning God don't have to record your name to do great Amen to great things with you He doesn't have to But now listen He give us just a little bit about Shama First of all I want you to notice That he's the son of A.G. If you study out A.G. You'll find that it means I shall increase I shall increase I want you to realize he had the integrity Uh, He had the integrity of his daddy. Uh, He was going to have the opportunity to grow and to move on Uh, uh, for the glory of God, but also uh, it tells us that he was a Herarite. Uh, And you say, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, this tells us where he's from. Uh, Amen. Uh, He tells us, and that word simply means a mountain dweller. Uh, And Poncho, I don't know about you, but I like mountain people. Uh, See, I can relate to Shaman now better than I ever could. Uh, God took somebody that was from the mountain uh, that wasn't well known, that wasn't well liked. Uh, but took him and brought him in on the scene, uh, and David named him one of his three mighty men. Uh, the only other time you'll find the name Shama, if you'll look in your Bible, you'll find recorded uh, in that uh, is verse thirty-three. Uh, notice the Shama the Hararite uh, and Ahim the son of Sharar the Hararite. Uh, uh, there was two mountain dwellers uh, uh, that was in. It uh, man that was in uh, uh, the very army of King David. Uh, uh, men that were going to do something great. Uh, for the king, uh, can I say to you this morning? Uh, uh, where do you find yourself this morning? Uh, uh, do you look and say, uh, "Can I say this to you in the way of preaching this morning?" I like to preach on this thought uh, with the Lord's help. Uh, uh, I protecting, uh, 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 protecting my pea patch. I protecting my pea patch. Uh, uh, listen to me. There are a group of highly trained soldiers who fought with David uh, and won victory. Uh, uh, one of the three served as David's personal bodyguards, uh, and his name was Shlomit can I say to you this morning? Notice with me, in the Bible says, and after him was Shama, the son of A.G. the Hararite, and the Philistines were gathered together. I want you to realize that Shama had some other people that were gathered on a piece of ground. The Bible said full of lentils, and if you study that out, Brother Kirk, I found out that lentils was usually a it was it's a type of pea. You can buy you can still buy lentils this day and time, but also. So whenever you find lentils mentioned in the Bible, it is a sign for poor people. Because, oh man, there was. It was designed on the behalf of something that they could buy cheap but raise a lot of to sustain a lot of people. And I began to think about that this morning. I want you to realize that your pea patch might not mean a whole lot to a lot of people, but it ought to be pretty valuable to you. And you ought to design in your heart and mind that you're going to fight for it. Can you notice this morning that when the Philistines uh, attacked the people of God, uh, there's a time to fight when others are running away. Uh, can I say to you this morning, first part number one, uh, notice with me it was a time of great conflict. Uh, the Bible tells us uh, that the piece of ground was full uh, of lentils. Uh, the Philistines were attacking God's people. Uh, and the Bible tells us now that they were full of lentils. Uh, when the enemy came this morning, uh, it was the time... Time of harvest. It was a joyous time. Harvest time in the Bible is always a time of great joy. Can I say to you this morning how the children of Israel celebrated the year of Jubilee because of what had happened prior to that. There was a joyous time when they got to the place of reaping of what they had planned and grew. I don't know about you but in about another month I'm looking forward to homemade garden stuff. I'm looking forward to going to the the garden, digging up some fresh taters, onions, hopefully picking a mater off here yonder and sitting down and adding those things to the normal meals. Can I say to you, the people are working hard to get the crops in the barn. Had they so they could rest from their labors, enjoy the fruit of their harvest. Their attention was so focused on the harvest that many times they forgot to prepare for the war that was at hand. When the enemy comes, he catches them unprepared and easily defeated. Oh, when does the enemy come to us? Can I say to you this morning, he'll often come to us in times of great victories, in a time of great blessings. And I just want to go on record this morning and say to you folks at Blue Ridge, you've took and changed your sanctuary. You've been adding and getting time back here together. Poncho, I got news for you this morning. How the enemy's coming. Yeah, man, he's going to challenge what you've done here. He's going to challenge what you're doing. Doing in the parking lot and this afternoon the Lord willing you're ordaining two new deacons and fellas if you ain't got enough sense to figure it out if he ain't bothered you yet it's coming it's coming on your way the Lord's adding unto this church and he's blessing it and he's growing it but also you can understand with that there's going to come some challenges like you had not ever seen before but just make up your mind that you're going to settle and protect your pee pad you're going to stand. Uh, come hell or high water. Uh, can I say to you this morning, friend, uh, how many of us have got busy uh, in the things of the church uh, and got our eyes all protected? Uh, the enemy slipping up on the backside. Uh, can I say to you, you say, oh, preacher, sure it never happened to us. Uh, hogwash. You remember the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Uh, uh, three days after the journey they'd made out, uh, they were murmuring for water. Uh, man, God would have his people to be prepared this morning. Uh, he has not left us without warning. Uh, Peter wrote it well. Uh, he said be ye sober. Uh, be diligent uh, because your adversary the devil uh, is as a roaring lion uh, walking about seeking uh, whom he may devour. Uh, you remember recorded in the book of Nehemiah uh, in the fourth chapter and the sixteenth verse. How uh, The Bible reads this way and it came to pass. Uh, it came to pass uh, from the time forth to half the surface, uh, servants uh, wrought in the work uh, and the other half Half of them held their spears, their shields and their bows and their hammer guns and the rulers were behind all the house of Judah. But the Bible tells me in verse 18 in that same chapter for the builders, everyone who had his sword girded to his side and so he built it. And the Bible said and he sounded the trumpet that was by me. And Nehemiah said while he was on the wall and laying the brick and laying back and restoring that that had been torn down. We girded ourselves up with the sword. Can I say unto you men, I want to say to you this morning, why in the world does the enemy come? He'd love to start at the head of the household and destroy it from the top to the bottom. But I've got news for you ladies. I've got news for you youngins. If he cannot destroy the head of the household, he'll come right on. And he'll get in the life. And he'll get in the youngins. And he'll begin to destroy. And he'll begin to to tear down. He'll begin to inflict casualties. He'll to destroy the crops. I believe Jesus said it this way in John 10 and 10. He said, the thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what the devil's come to do, friend. Can I tell you this morning, he has not changed his mind. He has not changed his devices. He has not changed his mind. In his work, what he's done, the Philistines knew that if they could keep their enemies and bring them to the place of hunger Poncho began to think about this how the children of Israel had to turn the ground how the children of Israel had to plow it after it was turned, they had to chop the weeds out, they had to plant the seeds most likely brother Kenny in the place that they were living they would have had to carry water and water these seeds, they had to take dung from the animals and to fertilize it, they had how this grow from a seed in the ground up to now that the vines were hanging full uh, of lentils. Uh, and some of them, uh, when the enemy came uh, in the truth. And can I say to you this morning, friend, uh, the devil don't always come along. Uh, he's got a crowd with him. Uh, he'll come with a multitude. How uh, uh, to get you to lay down and quit in this walk of life. Uh, uh, sometimes, friend, uh, you might look to your right and your left. Uh, and that crowd that was standing with you, uh, they might tucker and run. Uh, but you'll just have to make up your old mind. Uh, and Your heart and decide where you're gonna go. I don't know about you this morning, but thank God for a few shamas that drew a line in the sand and said, "Boys, it don't look like much to you." But by the good grace of God, I'm gonna eat some pea dumplings and I'm gonna enjoy the good things that God's blessed me with. He said, "Boys, I've seen it come too far. How to turn back now, brother Kirk? I've come too far. How to turn back now? How to?" Devil comes to us for the same reason. He attacks us, so he might weaken us, and so that he might starve us. I want to let you in on a secret, friend. How the world this morning and the devil himself don't mind us getting together and have a little church, and they don't mind a little singing. Hey, Poncho, they don't even mind a little preaching. Amen. That's the truth. They really don't mind it. However, when we decide that we're going to get busy about serving God, when we get uh, make up our hearts and minds uh, that we're going to reach out to that hell-bent How uh, When we're going to go down to the, amen. Uh, when we go down to the trailer park uh, and those that the world don't want uh, and we want them in here. How uh, That fellow and lady that's all tattooed up. Uh, that don't smell real good, don't look real good. Uh, that drunkard that was laid out drunk all last night. Uh, that crowd that's shacked up. Uh, and we go to where they are uh, and tell them that the Lord loves them. Uh, hey friend, uh, I want you to know something and the Lord has enlarged my pea patch over the years and by the good grace of God I'm going to do what I can to protect it. Can I say to you this morning, friend, the devil will begin to how when we pray in a fervent spirit, when we begin to witness for the glory of God, when we start to praise the Lord's name, friend, when we decide that we're not satisfied, you can be assured. Can I say to you this morning, God didn't ask me to be Blue Ridge. Uh, He didn't ask Blue Ridge to be Pleasant View. Uh, He didn't ask me to be Amazing Grace. Uh, Can I say to you this morning, uh, let's quit comparing ourselves uh, to our sister churches. Uh, And let's just make up our mind uh, in the identity of who we're going to be. And let's be a light uh, on the hillside of where the God has planted the church. Uh, On the side of the road. uh, uh, Let's make up our mind, poncho, that this little parcel of land Uh, is what God's given you. Uh, let's, uh, man. Somebody said, well, you ought to put up a fence if you don't want nobody there. Uh, man, well, I'm going to put up a fence. Uh, I'm going to pray a hedge of protection uh, around about this place. You say, preacher, that's hogwash. Uh, and I will say to you this morning, it ain't, uh, if God's able, uh, to take Psalm 91 uh, and send his angels down and put charge over you. Uh, he's able to do it. Uh, I'm glad to report unto you this morning, friend. How uh, The Lord's given me a little place uh, on 154 Mountain you drive. It might not be much to the world. How The world's looked at it and they've laughed at it. Somebody said just a little while back said for it's all said and done said it won't be no more than a burial ground. I've got news for you. That church is built on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It might come against it. It might fight against it. But I've got news for you friend. The church is not going down it's going up. We are are His. Uh, we are created into Christ unto good works. Uh, I want you to know, friend, uh, there's one little old preacher. Uh, he might not look like much, uh, but I have drew the line in the sand. Uh, I'm stepping out on faith uh, that the Lord's going to give me enough unction uh, to function against the devil. Uh, and I still believe, the Bible says, uh, that He'll flee from you. Uh, man! I still believe that we have power uh, over the enemy through the Lord. Oh, uh, what the enemy found. When the enemy came, he didn't find any opposition. He looked in that crowd that was with Shammah. Upon show they had left him. There he stood. Now you picture it in your mind if you will. There's a whole troop of Philistines and one man. no doubt they begin to laugh and to sneer. You say, how do you know that? You study back through the Bible. Anytime you remember what old Goliath did to the nation of Israel, did he not laugh and sneer at them? because there wasn't a man that was willing to step up. Oh, Shama. Oh, the Bible said that he stood in the midst of the ground. Oh, I'm glad, Kenny, I got to thinking about that. And i like to have Miss spell this morning at 4.48. Oh, he just didn't go out on the outer edge of that thing. Oh, but he got right over in the midst. Oh, man right in the midst. You study that word, midst. Oh, it means in the center point of it. Oh, he got right in the midst of where his peas were. Oh, he got right in the midst of where his harvest was. Uh, he got right in a midst, friend, uh, of what he was going to feed his very family. Uh, and he said, look, you group of Philistines. Uh, he said, if you think you're going to take this pea patch, uh, he said, you're going to have to come through me. Uh, and I can hear him now saying, boy, don't you know uh, that it's so many of us and only one of you. Uh, he said, I just want to remind you before you cross into this pea patch. Uh, he said, I want to remind you of who my master is. Uh, he said, he's David. Uh, he said, he was over there one day taking care of his daddy's sheep. Uh, he said, and a lion came, uh, and he said he slew it with his hands. Uh, he said, a bear came, uh, and he slew it with his hands. Uh, he said, and then there was a giant in the valley of Elah when he got over there. Uh, he took his sling and killed it. Uh, he said, I want you to know I've spent some time uh, with that man up in a cave, uh, and he's taught me a few things about standing. Uh, honey, I want you to know something. Uh, I've been in a battle a long time. Uh, the Lord's taught me a few Few things along the way. He's taught me how to stand. He's told me when is a cause. David said those words. Is there not a cause? Shama said, "Boys, I might not look like much, but it's mine. And come hell or high water, I'm gonna fight for it." Don't it sound just like the church friend? We'll be in the battle of our lives, and we'll look around, and we're wondering if anybody's gonna stand with us. I wanna say this to you men that are here this morning. Uh, Poncho, oh, whether this crowd forsakes you or not, uh, stand and preach the word of God. Uh, brother Kirk, if Kenny uh, and Brother Chris lay down, uh, you stand and fight. Uh, hey, Kirk, uh, if, uh, man, I'm sorry, Brother Chris, if Kirk and Kenny uh, lay down and quit. Uh, you say, oh, Kenny's done proved himself. He served 15 years as a deacon. Uh, I want to say this to you. I hope by the grace of God he serves out another 30 years. Uh, but if he quits, uh, don't put your eyes on him. Put your eyes on the Lord. Uh, Step in the middle of the pea patch because there's a generation coming behind you uh, that's going to need to eat. Uh, uh, Brother Kenny, uh, you've stood this long, Keep standing. Uh, uh, Stay in the fight. If these two new boys don't make it. Uh, Don't let that deter you in your walk. Uh, uh, For the glory of God, Uh, I want you to say this morning, uh, by the grace of God, Uh, you'll not destroy my pea patch. Uh, I'm going to stand. Come hell or high water. uh, Many times for and we won't take a stand to protect that which the Lord's give us. I want to say to you this morning, I want you to think about it. Not only was it a time of great conflict, but it was a time of great courage. Notice with me in your Bibles. shama didn't do a great deal of things, but the Bible said he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. I want to give you the three S's of the great courage. Notice first of all, he stood. That word, Brother Kirk, it means to be stationed in. It means like when a military man gets an order and he's told to stay in this station. You'll not see him leave that post. And that's exactly what old Shama did. He stood up in the midst of that patch and he said, boys, I'm not going right. I'm not going left. But I'm just going to stand for what's mine. I noticed that next word. I noticed that the Bible said that he defended it. And I looked that up uh, uh, Brother Poncho, and I thought, how am I going to get an S out of that? Uh, and it means literally uh, uh, to strip off uh, or to snatch away. Uh, that's exactly what it means in the Hebrew. Uh, you say, what do you mean? Uh, he looked at him uh, and he said, boys, uh, he said, if this ground's going to be stripped off, uh, it's going to be because there's going to be a fight here. Uh, it ain't going to just be because I'm going to step back and uh, let you come in and pick it off. Uh, he said, there, if there's any stripping going on, it's going to be of my pickings. It's going to be of my doings. It's going to be my youngins that's going to get to eat of this patch. And notice the Bible said that he slew them. The smiting of them. I mean literally he killed the whole troop of the Philistines so that he could bring it on. I can see him now. I, have, I can't help but to think that there was a time in Shammah's life, Brother Kirk, of where that he possibly had run before but I believe here he had brought up his mind and his heart and he was bound and determined that he wasn't going anymore. Can I say it this way? The Lord gave this to me at 4.48 this morning. I want to say it. He said Though, can I say this? Each step might have been a step of agony. Each step might have been a step of agony, but thank God it was a step towards victory. A Friend, it ain't real easy to stand. Hey, Amen, it's not. I don't care who you are. Uh, Us preachers like to think that we got a backbone the size of a saw log. Uh, But sometimes uh, it's just tough to stand uh, when you look behind you, when you look beside you, in front of you. uh, And there's nobody that's standing with you but just standing against you. Uh, I want you to know this morning, friend, uh, I'm going to make up my mind uh, that we're going to go on another mile. Uh, Can I say this morning the cost of standing. uh, For the victory it was lá <risos> For the enemy, it's death. Uh, you man, listen to me. Uh, I began to think about this Memorial Day. Uh, and again, the Lord was ringing out my heart this morning. Uh, before 5 o'clock. Uh, uh, before anything can be a memorial. Uh, it'll have to, something will have to die. Uh, you say, but wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, I did not show uh, Yeah, but he died many years down the road. Uh, and I can't help but to think every time one of his little boys, uh, I went by that place. Uh, they said, right yonder's where my daddy stood. Right yonder's where my daddy whooped the whole uh, troop of the Philistines. Uh, Honey, they had a victory. Uh, It was just like them stones Joshua set up Uh, when they come up out of Jordan over in Gilgal. Uh, They walked by, Uh, and they said, ain't you a little proud? They said, no. Uh, I said that I ought to have been one that starved to death in that time. Uh, I said, but because my daddy stood, Uh, because my daddy went on another mile, Uh, we eat peas and we saw another day I want to say to you this morning friend how the next generation can eat if me and you would just be willing to stand why did Shama fight he knew his people would perish without food I'll say it again this morning Shama knew that there were some things that were worth fighting for can I say to you I'll give you a few things this morning that's worth fighting for first of all the church is worth fighting for Amen. It's worth standing up for. It's the greatest establishment on the face of the earth. God bought it or Jesus bought it with his own blood. I believe we ought to defend it until we go down. The lost is worth fighting for. Some of you going to fall out right there with me. Man, there's men and women, boys and girls on their way to hell. And some people don't care. I just saw a little picture on Facebook yesterday. I believe it was. It said the local church and it looked back up there and it had a picture of a house on fire and it said sinners on their way to hell and it had a fellow down there with a golf club. It says that's the way Christianity is today. We're more focused about what we're playing and doing than we are sinners going to hell. I'll say to you friend, that person living up the road, he's worth fighting for. That person living up the road that's in sin, he's worth fighting for. Hey friend, I'm ready to die. I'm settled in. Amen. If I die tonight, don't weep over me. Come by my body and rejoice that he lived in Christ, and to die is gain. Can I say to you this morning? There's some other things worth fighting for. This old Bible, it's worth fighting for. His words forever settled in heaven. How we ought to fight for it down here. How to keep it alive. There's many other perversions of it that's come along. Uh, that isn't for the English-speaking people. Uh, that's omitted some passages. Uh, uh, that you and I ought to be standing for. Uh, uh, can I say this morning? Whole-fashioned uh, praying. Whole-fashioned uh, preaching. Uh, it's worth dying for. Uh, it's worth standing for. Uh, amen. Uh, you say, preacher, I don't know about that. And that's our whole problem. Uh, is we don't know anymore. Uh, we're not willing to stand in the midst of anything for it. Uh, what about your family this morning? Uh, ain't it worth fighting for? Uh, Hey yeah, What about that wayward son or daughter? Uh, don't you want them to get back on the path of righteousness uh, uh, before they check out of this world? Uh, uh, don't you want them back in the house of God serving the Lord like they did? Uh, uh, what about our young people this morning? Uh, I've got 22 youngins at Pleasant View uh, that I think about often, that I pray for often. Uh, I'm thanking Lord. Uh, help them to stay straight in this pandemic. Uh, uh, Lord, let them know that there's a preacher uh, that lives up on 200 have lane huh, that loves them huh, and wants them to stay on the straight and narrow. And huh? hey, man, there's some widow women huh, at the church huh, that I'm praying for and I'm loving. Huh? I want you to know Sherry that plays the piano. Huh? I'm fighting for you. Huh? Vince as you lead the choir. Huh? I'm a fighting for you. Huh? You that mount the choir and sing. Huh? I'm a fighting for you. Huh? I want to get back together. Huh? I want to hear God's people sing and preach and shout huh, and enjoy the good things of God. God, uh, the local church, uh, can I say to you, clean living is worth fighting for, uh, I still believe the church ought to be separate entity from any other uh, establishment on this face of the earth, uh, can I say the reputation of the church, uh, it's worth fighting for, uh, these are some important things that are literally worth dying for, uh, where are the shamas uh, that will stand up, can I ask you this, uh, men if you don't stand today, uh, what's our people going to eat tomorrow, uh, we'll man. If we don't make the challenge today. But I want to notice you Shama's reward. Look with me. The Bible said that he stood and the Lord wrought a great victory. Shama slew the enemies. of The people of God he fought. He enjoyed a great victory. But friend I want you to know something. If he'd have run away he'd have lived a defeated coward the rest of his life. We must take a stand and move on. Things will be lost and we won't have any right to complain. If we do not stand. When the enemy has secured the victory and the cause of Christ has been hindered then who will refuse to fight the good fight of faith? Have no one to blame but ourselves. If we want the reward of victory we must arm ourselves. We must stand. and We must fight. But can I say to you it was a time of great conquest. The Lord defeated the enemy. He gave Shammah the ability. Can I say to you Shama gets a whole troop of Philistines. It would have been a laughing matter. But can I say to you, the God that climbed up in Shama, it's the one that made the difference. It was not Moses' rod that parted the water but it was a God-possessed rod. Can I tell you, you read the conquest of all the men and women through the Bible. It's not because of their own strength and their own doings. But it was because the Lord moved up in the and on them. And through them he lived and brought victory. Oh, victory in Jesus. Why a man? It's something that we ought to shout about and sing about this morning. He gave Shama not only the ability to stand, but the power to fight. He gave him the skill to win. He gave him victory over his enemies. Shama may have held the sword, but it was the Lord that fought the battle. It was the same when David walked into the valley uh, against the giant. Uh, it was the same uh, when Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego looked at the king uh, and said let it be known king. Uh, if the Lord deliver us or no uh, we will not bow uh, to it. Uh, you say what happened? They rose. Uh, it was the same when Daniel began to pray uh, instead of uh, quitting. Uh, it was the same friend when men uh, over the ages of time uh, have fought the battle uh, uh, so that you and I have the privilege that we have today Uh, the fields were protected the people were saved from starvation and slavery Uh, if we don't stand uh, we will certainly take everything from the church that he can get his hands on Uh, if he takes away the Bible uh, what's the next generation going to eat if he takes away the desire uh, of us to tell the next generation uh, who's going to tell the old old story Uh, if he takes away our will to pray uh, who's going to stand in the gap. If we do not fight, then we'll certainly lose some things that we'll never get back. If we don't fight today, we'll starve tomorrow. If the field's not protected now, those who follow will not even have the harvest to be able to get it. The The enemy's still attacking. Where do you stand this morning? Are you willing to stand idly by while the enemy ransacks the church? Are you willing to take a stand for the Lord regardless of the consequences and fight until the victory is won? Will you stay in the pea patch while others are running away? Why not come before the Lord this evening and tell him that you realize there's some things that's worth dying for? By the way, can I say it this way? I looked up Shama's name. And his name, Brother Poncho, is right shocking. It means to stun or to make astonish. Don't you think that there was some old boys that was in a Philistine troop that was stunned and astonished at what the Lord done through and by one man? Can I say to you this morning in closing, notice again where Shammah stood. The Bible said he stood in the midst of the field of lentils. Where are you standing this morning? Are you standing in the middle of a family crisis, a financial crisis, a health crisis, a job crisis, a church crisis? What about a personal crisis? Maybe you're standing in a place that you're not familiar with this morning. You say, oh, I don't know exactly what to do. I can tell you one thing that you ought to do. Stand. Say, Lord, I don't know my next step, but I'm standing. You want me to go this way, this way, or this way? Lord, I'm willing to go. Can I say this morning that if if you've stood to your feet wherever you are, and you're wondering which way you ought to go, if you're lost, you ought to head towards Calvary. Right. You ought to head, head towards the Christ that's able to forgive you of your sins and to make you whole. That is this morning, can I say to you, you ought to head towards the altar. And say, Lord, by the grace of God, I'm going to fight for that family of mine. Deacons, you ought to go fight for that church of yours. Pastors, you ought to go fight for that church of yours. We still might not know fully what to do in this pandemic. I still hadn't figured it out. If I had, I'd be doing it. But I, now all I know to do is just to stand and to preach. And I'm going to do my very best to do that in the upcoming days and months and whatever else that it takes. Mamas, can I say to you, it's worth standing for this morning. Teach them little ones in the way that they ought to go. Youngins, find those places of testimony where your daddy and mama have stood. Make up your mind while you're young. I believe the book of Ecclesiastes says to serve him in the days of our youth. Amen. You can do a lot more physically right now than you ever could when you get older. Trust me, I know. So I want to say to you, Get, and look, and see what poor mom and daddy's been, how the Lord's wrought a great victory in their life. And say, Lord, give me a pea patch to protect. You older youth, protect them younger youth. They look up to you more than you know. Stand in the gap, stand in the hedge. I appreciate you tuning in this morning. I challenge you this morning to be a shaman, to stand when nobody else stands. And that pea patch might not look like much to the world. But if it's yours, you ought to take it and protect it. And take care of it until you can reap the harvest that the Lord has in store for you. May the Lord bless you and thank you for tuning in this morning. Don't forget Blue Ridge at 11 o'clock.